take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. How you doing today, bud? I'm good, Brendan. How you, man? Good. I'm um, curious. What do you think a muffin top is? I don't think I know what a muffin top is. A fat okay. person, like myself. What do you mean, a fat person? You call fat people muffin tops? Myself. You, know, you call yourself you a muffin top. So a muffin yeah, top well, equals fat people? It equals the ones with the belly that's just over the... Just okay, over, so over, a over. muffin top to you is when your belly hangs over your pants. Yeah. Okay. Like me. To me, a muffin top is when the top of a girl's pubes come out of the top of her pants, like a muffin top. What the? You that's haven't heard that? Some weirdo shit. Um, listen, I honestly have thought that's what a muffin top is for a decade. First of all... Girls shouldn't even have pubes. So Ooh, I like where this is going right off the bat. So you're a clean guy or like a landing strip? What do you prefer? I mean, you can you can land the strip it clean. It's preferable, but there shouldn't be no enough to have a muffin top. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't be that much. Like, you don't like the retro beef, okay? Nah, I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Yeah, see, I don't mind it. I mean. Always, <laughs> always at least trimmed. I don't really care, shaved, waxed, a little bit of hair, a lot of hair. As long as it's trimmed, like, it needs to be, like, a lawn. Like, you yeah, manicure I mean, you your just, lawn. It just shouldn't be no bush, like. Yeah. So, you, you, yeah, you no don't bush, want wild, man. wild, you know, weeds in your front yard, so you got to trim them back. And then some people like AstroTurf, that goes down to <laughs> little mini, mini hairs. And then some people just have concrete fronts, you know, the modern style, just slick as brick. <laughs> I don't know. I was just curious, you know, because most people think that's what a muffin top is, is the overweight rolls, and they're just incorrect. So I just want to, you know, correct you so that you know, moving forward, when somebody says, that chick's got a muffin top, steer clear. She probably has armor in there, too. It's just, well, you got to verify what coast you're on. That's a West Coast thing. On the East Coast, a muffin top is still what I said. Nah, <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Agree to disagree. Well, speaking of shaving things, I was thinking about shaving my head. For what? I want to know what my head looks like. I've always mm. had hair. I don't you know what my head picture. looks like. And I have a really weird, jacked up head. Like, I have a dip in the middle of my head, like mo- like a lot of people do. But then I also have, like, a knot on the top of my head. And in the, <laughs> in the back, like, literally in the back, right on the opposite side of my nose... It's like there's a golf ball on the back of my head. Like my brain was trying to escape. I just want to see what it looks like. Listen, my guy. What? Don't do it. Why? Because I look like a fucking racist? No, because you're supposed to keep your hair as long as possible. That's what it's there for. It'll It'll grow back. 
Yeah, and also fall out one day and you'll want it. So you That's know what I'm saying? Just, just you think it. I should just, just keep this bro fro I got going on right now? There you go. Just let it go? Yeah. Or is it inappropriate? <laughs> Cultural, <laughs> Cultural appropriation? <laughs> if I'm rocking an afro? <laughs> Hell no, don't afro. What are we doing here? Man, you can rock your afro if you want, bro. We're not saying the corny jokes like that, bro. Come on, that's how I live life. <laughs> corny jokes all day. <laughs> now nah, you got good jokes sometimes. Sometimes so that was that was just a nice cornball run right there. But I'm so, pretty corny, which is why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, you're my cornball sidekick. That's why we get along. So, all right. So, listen. Have you ever had an afro? Like, have you ever grown it out? No, nah, I gotta. I like growing it out to get as to get much braids. as like puffball. No, oh, I never okay. got like full cornrows. Like I got the little puff things. With the I had cornrows before. Oh, see, you growing it out farther than me. I used to have hair down to my shoulders. Oh man, see, that's that's weird. I had straight blonde hair down to my shoulders with shaved sides. Yo, you were like a real Californian, bro. Like, oh, and weird. then I did shave my head. That's the only time I ever shaved my head was when I cut so off my you... hair. I I shaved it, and then I had a butt crack down the center of my head from my tan line because I split my hair right down the middle, like surfer style <laughs> or lesbian so style. However, you like. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember because I only buzzed it at like a four or five. Like I didn't want to be racist bald. I wanted to be like. White trash oh, ball. What's up with you and all these races? Because, today. dude, I've got today. a shamrock tattoo on my elbow. <laughs> and if I shave my head, people are like, oh, Aryan Nation. Cool. I'm like, not. Nah, that's not my style, guys. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Aryan Nation. Oh, man. See, I don't know nothing about them. But yeah, that's a thing. You know, talk to people in and out. And they're like, hey, if you ever go hook up with these guys, they'll protect you. Stay away from these people. Like, I don't know why I'm yeah. having this conversation, but it's good to know. <laughs> I mean, because the Aryan Nation is usually some in jail people. Like, yeah. you don't plan Well, that, the conversation was, if you ever go to jail, go hang out with these guys. They'll protect you. <laughs> well, in jail, I'm sure you know who to hang out with, man. Stay with your race, bro. Sorry to say, like, that's the safest bet. It absolutely is. 100%. <laughs> I've had friends that are like, I don't know you inside. Like, well, I don't plan on being there, so that's okay. <laughs> there you go. Like, if, if I stay out here, I can be free with who I want. If I go in there, you better pick a side, bro. You have to. That's, <laughs> that's the way it goes, saying. man. That's just the way of jail, man. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it does seem like every race has two sides. So it's like you pick a race, and from there you get to pick a side. The side that does homosexual stuff and the side that doesn't. Oh, whoa, what? Like, what do you want today? Are you, I'm just saying, like, from the conversations I've had with people I know that have been, and this in, is all must be all based on jail, like, right? Jail or prison, yes, for a, okay. a, a shorter or significant amount of time, you know. And they're like, yeah, you basically stick with your race and you pick the group that most, you know, goes with your flow of life. It's like these guys well, do if drugs, come down these guys to do these gay things. Gay or not gay, then yeah. I don't know. Some people that are going to be in there for life or know they're going to be lonely. Or do you, or is that when you bust out the uh, the toilet paper trick? You better do something. You know the toilet paper trick? Yeah. Yeah. Just take out the cardboard in the center, get that thing nice and <laughs> Bro, warm no, and is, moist. Is it, is it, is this is something we want to tell the world? Bro? Hey, there's <laughs> a lot of lonely people out there. A lot of people scared still. <laughs> 
with the vaccine being almost done but not done. So hey, if you are at home, that is strictly for Jeff. You're at home. Don't don't be that lonely. Go get a job and go buy like a blow up doll or something. That's more like whatever. Acceptable. I've tried it. That's more accepted in this world than. Don't, don't please don't be at home using the toilet paper roll of the world of Brendo. <laughs> I was curious. I was curious. And I also, there was a little thing in the back of my head that's like, if you ever do go to jail, you should probably know how to do it before you get there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think in a very weird way. This episode has started really south, bro. Yeah, south, yeah. I think it's solid. But- when you say when you say it that way, I mean, if you're actually going to end up there, you should know what you get into. I guess you should learn how to make a shank out of a toothbrush too. So you know, and like, a chisel I mean, yeah. and a chisel. You let the the tip of the quarter inch chisel. You bend it a little bit so that it sticks in. It's not a clean wound, and you get it rusty. You get it in water, and you leave it off to the side. Dip it in water, leave it off to the side. Anyway, don't make shanks. <laughs> You've been practicing your jail behavior real like I did back in the day. I got some information because I was worried about where I was going in life. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the fact that you're the one who's worried about going to jail, not me. Oh, bro, I had, uh, well, I got a Dewey back in 2007, (laughs) and then I went on the lam. I went off the grid straight for like three, four years until... I got with my old lady, and she's like, by the way, you cannot run from the law anymore. So I had to just sack up, make a court date. I had a lot of outstanding bail bond, bails and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, I can't pay it, but Good I'm evening, here. Well, this time it's not the black guy. Yep, it is the white guy. <laughs> so, hey, I wanted to ask, oh, with man. all this reopening and stuff, and everybody's getting vaccinated and shit, what do you think some of the side effects are going to be? Like... A year down the line, they're going to be like, well, we didn't realize it was going to, you know, make you grow an afro. What if you had to get a permanent afro, but you were like completely, you got vaccinated, but you it was like a permanent afro was a part of it. Or you just don't, you wear your hair however you like, and you take your chances. Which one would you go with? Well, being that I'm not vaccinated right now, and if it comes to my hair, I'm wearing my hair however I like, bro, so... Take your yeah, chances. I like it. I'm a gambler too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not living with the one hairstyle for the rest of my life. That's, That's tough. So Everybody what, in the world would. That that would be extra weird. Then it would be like <laughs> the couple people that didn't get vaccinated would be like the new hottest people in the world because they have do whatever they want <laughs> with their hair. <laughs> Actually, it's not really weird for women. Like, I mean, most women never cut their hair; they just let it grow. I mean, they get it trimmed and stuff, but. Yeah, that's true. But that is cutting your hair, Mike. I guess you're technically right. So what? All right. So. But it's still a fro if it's down to your back and you cut it, right? Like, you're not breaking the fro at that point. No, it's like, I'm saying like you just get like a, like a 70s ABA basketball player. What's that? Women, some women's hair is just not going to grow out that way, bro. (laughs) Like, like you can't make it. Well, this was a a question for you. I'm not asking anybody else. I don't care about anybody else. I only care about you, Mike. And kind no, of my family. I'm good, I'm good on the fro. Right. <laughs> what, so what side effects would, if you were like, hey, this vaccine works for life. You're good. One shot. You're done. What side effects? But that's would you, not even the case. I know it's not the case. But what side <laughs> effects would you be willing to accept? Like, what's the worst side effect you'd be willing to accept to be like, I know this is 100% legit. I can see in the future only on this thing. 
Oh, I'm very low on this list. Like, it's nothing that you can tell me. Like, if it's if it has to come with the side pack, I probably wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, forget it. <laughs> like, this would be this is going to be the first vaccine I've ever taken that wasn't mandatory in my life. Like, I don't do no flu. I don't yeah. do none of these vaccines. I don't do none of this shit. So this is going to be the first one. So if it's any bullshit with it, you can keep it. Like, I, I bet, bro. What if it was just? What if it was just you couldn't eat? Uh... I don't know, like cereal. I don't really eat cereal, so that might not be a big of a deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Actually, there, there is. You eat I a do lot eat of cereal. cereal, though. I just don't eat cereal, but I eat cereal. Yeah, you don't eat cereal traditionally, but you eat a lot of cereal. I do. So, would you be willing to give up cereal, or would you be no. like, no? Nope. Would you hmm. give up Crocs? Definitely not. Fuck you. I would get up cereal before I get I up know, and that's why I don't like you right now. <laughs> that's <laughs> gross. You're gross. What? No, Crocs are absolutely the most comfortable shoes like made. All right. I can't talk to you about this anymore. You're making me upset. <laughs> I don't understand. If you ever put on a pair, you're going to see. For somebody that know. cares so much about his hair, you sure don't give a shit about your footwear. I don't care about my footwear, but I care about my actual feet. See, that's it. The wear doesn't matter if your actual there's feet holes in your shoes. You're exposing good. yourself to be, you know. But when I walk in, it feels like I'm walking on air. Dude. Have you ever walked on air? No, neither of you. Yes, I have. I do it every day, buddy. I'm telling Actually, you. I've been skydiving. That kind of counts. Man, that's flying on air. That's not walking. That's true. I was also strapped to somebody's dick. That's not cool. <laughs> what the? Well, the first time, hey, yo, the first. So since you did go skydiving, let me ask you: like, how fucking scared were you? Excuse my language. Not really, because it's, I like honest, and this is dead honest. Believe me or don't, I don't give a shit. I'll actually post the video tomorrow. I'll post the video because I have a video of it. But oh, bro, I believe you. I, I just like I. I know, like no, 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 because. Initially, like, my sisters were like, yeah, you went, but you were terrified. I'm like, not really. Like, I kept waiting to get scared, and I think the anticipation of getting scared took me out of it. And then for sure, having somebody videotape it while we're going down, you know, you pay extra, somebody jumps out and videotapes it. I was distracted by that. So I wasn't really in the element of free-falling until it was like, hey, we're about to pull the parachute, video's over. I'm like... Okay, so so I never really so got scared, but it was fucking awesome. So were you on top or were you butt fucked the whole time? Oh no, I was getting jammed. And the worst part is, dude, like they had to try and pair me up with somebody that was a decent size because I'm six two, six three, two two twenty at the time, and and we did a gainer backflip out of the fucking airplane. So it's like. We go down. It's already uncomfortable. No. The straps that are like... There's a reason enough for me not dude, to ever... The, the straps were so tight on me around my groin that as soon as we went... Like, it was uncomfortable going horizontal towards the earth. As soon as we went vertical and everything went towards the V of the straps, one of my nuts got pinched. And I couldn't do anything about it. I don't have any... Like, I'm literally like... It's so tight. I can't pull. I can't adjust. So we're floating down (laughs) over beautiful desert Paris, California. And we're floating down for like three and a half minutes. It's awesome. You're just chilling like I am 3,000 feet in the air just floating right now. Chilling. 
So, cool. so when the parachute goes up, you feel pretty comfortable. What? Except when your testicle is smashed. Yeah. <laughs> ah, bro, you're a fucking fool for doing such a thing. I'm telling you that. Bro, I want to do it again, like, but do it out over like the ocean. The most. So you're gonna land in the ocean? Yes, Point Break style, bro. They do it out over Santa Barbara. They go up to like sixteen thousand feet. It's awesome. I want to do it really bad. And land in the ocean where sharks. So you're ocean. gonna risk your life once by jumping off uh, the plane, and then go jump into the water with sharks and whales. So let me tell I'm you, I'm jumping story. out with a crossbow, Mike, or a harpoon, or whatever's gonna work in the water if I need to. Not really. Yeah, let me tell you a story. So there, I heard a story on the Reddit of they were a dude say he was in a, a whale's mouth. <laughs> That's amazing. You believe this shit too, huh? You believe it. You believe it. You what are you talking about? It? I've seen Pinocchio. <laughs> and then what's the uh, what's the Bible story? Who who's the one that did it yeah. in the Bible? I don't know who I did it in the Bible because you ain't going to know, bro. What? Why do you? Why do people think you can go in a whale's mouth and come out? You uh, you're not because it's so large. That if you do pass through the teeth and somehow 20 feet in are able to jet back out. Like, if you went on a sea-doo, you might have a chance. Like, it's coming up. You berm in, right? 180 <laughs> on the tongue and shoot it straight out the mouth. Whole shot, baby. Use the tongue as your guide. You know how everybody has a groove in the middle of their tongue? That's sea-doo alley, baby. Shooting off into the ocean. Saying thanks for the ride, big guy. Nice eyes. <laughs> well, on that yeah, note, some people, some people really think life is a movie. I'm telling you. Hey, be the superhero uh, in your own movie. That's how I want to live. That's what I'm talking about, Bruno. Hey, so speaking of uh, real life superheroes, uh, presidents and wrestlers. So I got a thing that I was thinking about. If you take the presidents of the United States, you can pretty much mass match them up with a wrestling personality that you can kind of interchange. So, like, okay, let's say, like, George Washington. I would kind of put him as, like, Andre the Giant because he was, he was one of the first major... He was the first major thing where it's like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Wouldn't that be closer to Hulk Hogan? No, but listen to my logic here. Andre the Giant and George Washington... Both have a lot of fables and tall tales about them that people are like, I'm pretty sure it's true because three or four people were there, but there's not a whole lot of documentation on it. And they were kind of before, you know, they were the original figureheads. And then we'll say like Thomas Jefferson would be Hulk Hogan. He's the guy that comes in and is like, okay, we're going to make this a show now. Come look at me. Checkered past. Very checkered past. But people seem to forgive him anyway and go, hey, okay. It's still, like, that name is still synonymous with presidency. Hulk Hogan's still synonymous with wrestling. That's where I came to that. Does that make sense? I guess. What do you mean you guess? Name, okay, how about this? Name a president or a wrestler, and I'll tell you who their counterpart is. Who I think their counterpart is. A president. I don't know many presidents. George Edgar Hoover. Isn't that his name? Hoover. No. Edward Hoover. Ed Edgar Herbert Hoover. Hoover. So, J. Edgar Herbert Hoover, Hoover was FBI. There you go. And, and J. Edgar Hoover would be like 
Vader. <laughs> like, he's just like, you can't stop what he's doing. Just tough shit, man. Or Yokozuna, something like that. Like, mm, guess it is what it is. Herbert Hoover's like, I don't know. He just kind of really didn't do much. I don't know. He's like Marty Jannetty or Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He's like kind of a side piece. You're like, yeah, he was good for a while, but that's it. You know, I don't know. Trump. Like, let's see. So like Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the million dollar man. That's the easiest one ever. <laughs> he just goes in and buys whatever he wants and says, I, I win because I have money. Um, let's go. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan is the macho man, Randy Savage. Everybody likes him. Everybody loves him. He's great when he's great, but you're like, uh, Miss Elizabeth is running the show, right? Everybody doesn't love him. He's a thief, man. I don't know. Yeah, well, some people feel that way about Ronald Reagan. All right, my son, my youngest son's middle name George. is Reagan because of Ronald Reagan, and my grandmother hates that name and person so much she will not recite that name. So that goes to show you. George Bush. Which one? W. George W? He's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Texas Rattlesnake, <laughs> don't give a fuck, beer swilling guy. Stone Cold. Barack Obama's The Rock. And Barack Obama is not The Rock. Barack Obama is exactly The Rock. He came right after Stone Cold. I ain't gonna lie. Made some people happy. The old Bush is my guy. The old Bush is like Lex Luger. He's kind of my guy because he he just made sure he got paid. His family is going to be forever paid off of these old deals that he made under the table. Yes, sir. I ain't going to lie. I ain't with the dirtiness of it, but I got got respect securing the bag. Shout out to Bush for securing (laughs) the bag. Oh. Nobody in this family is ever going to work for anything. He made sure that. To hell with everything else. I can't be mad at that. All right, let me see. I got a list here. Let me James see. Madison. James Madison. When was he president? I don't remember. <laughs> He's back. In, he was a long time ago, yeah? You know it, buddy. Well, when? I can't. You want to know exactly when? Uh, oh, yeah, I see it. So he was from 1809 to 1817. Good God. <laughs> That's like Chris Jericho status. Like, he just kept rolling and rolling just every which way he went. He just kept reinventing himself and being successful, being successful. If you get reelected four times or three times, people like you. Let's see. Ulysses S. Grant, Bret Hart. Grover Cleveland, my favorite president. He is not your favorite president. Grover Cleveland. my favorite president. Grover Cleveland is like Arn Anderson. He's a brain buster. He just got in there, do your thing. Don't really be flashy about it. Get out. John F. Kennedy, Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Easy peasy. (laughs) Yeah, that is my favorite president, though, man. JFK? He did it his way. He did do it his way. Grover Cleveland, bro. Grover Cleveland? Yes. Why? Explain to me your love of Grover Cleveland. You know he's not on Sesame Street, right? No, he left and came back at his own free will. And there was a president in between him. Gangster. Only person to ever do it that big. You know why? Because he's a beast. Well, no. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Everybody else won these back-to-back runs at president off of running just because they were the president. Yeah, so Grover Cleveland is like Sting. (laughs) Sting had his like original neon face paint and everything, (laughs) and everybody loves him. And then he went away for a while, and then he came back as the Crow Sting. Still awesome, but just a different (laughs) version of himself. That's Grover Cleveland, not Arn Anderson. (laughs) And then Harry S. Truman is like Eric Bischoff. Because he dropped the atomic bomb and Eric Bischoff went in with the NWO trying to blow shit up. You know what? What? Woodrow Wilson. Ah. Woodrow Wilson. Um, Woodrow (laughs) Wilson. Let's see. He was during. No, you did not. Just (laughs) give me a second. He was during like the Depression eras. Yeah? You think I know? So let's see. He would be. He would be like, he'd be like Brock Lesnar. It's like somebody that they brought in when shit was bad and like nobody was watching wrestling. They were like, okay, do your best. See what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And then they made it out alive. Good for them. Yeah. He said, do your best. See what happens. Yeah. Well, whatever. Wrestlers. What's the one in the wheelchair? That's. FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. I don't know, but his wife was a real rugby. He can't be the only one. There was one. No, Garfield's in the wheelchair too, right? I don't know. Oh, was it Taft? Oh, Taft may have been in a wheelchair as well. I know there was a a few presidents that ended up in wheelchairs, but I know that FDR was the most famous for polio or some shit, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of injuries and crap like that. Uh, I got another broken toe or dislocated toe, I think. I just, I get jacked up. All power time. hour? Your power hour? No! You your power hour? No, <laughs> actually, I did get back to it today. I'm actually doing... Oh, that reminds me. Um, for the month of July, the American Cancer Society is doing uh, 25 push-ups a day to raise money, and I'm going to be doing it. So check it out on my Facebook page. Um, no, I was actually... I was walking behind my two-year-old, and I was barefoot. As two-year-olds do, we're walking, walking, and then he just stops for no reason. So I went to avoid in the back of him, and my pinky toe on my right foot caught his calf, the back of his leg, and just snapped out of place and maybe snapped. Like, I don't know what's wrong with it. It still hurts really bad, but... Bro, you need to drink more milk. You got some weak bones there. I think it may have just popped out of the socket or something. I don't know, but... But, yeah... I just do everything with extreme force, so I usually get hurt a lot. <laughs> That's like, I was thinking, like, dude, I'm like Air McNair, bro. One of my favorites. Like, that dude was always jacked up, but he always came to play. One of your favorite? Do you know how he went out? Well, he's, yeah, I mean, he had a rough, <laughs> rough go, but that's kind of why I liked him, is he was just like, I don't care. I'll do whatever I want. I'll be a savage on and off the field. I'll play with eight broken bones a week. And he just did his thing. Yeah, and three chicks and, like, three lives and a whole bunch of, bro, I don't know, stuff like that. But, like, it just bothers me. Like, dude. Like, you don't have to get on here and portray to be this guy that you're portraying, knowing that you're really this guy. Like, no one asks you to stand up here and do all this other stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, Like, you tell us this stuff, like, as if it's the truth. For real, you think we can't, like, we think it's, you're selling, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, 
McNair, I had a lot of love for you until the story broke, bro. I'm not going to lie. I felt it kind of way. Well, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of the way I feel about a bunch of bunch of celebrities and stuff. Like, I'm like I enjoyed I enjoyed him at the time before I knew anything about him, you know. But yeah, I was, let me tell you now, will break my heart, hurt me, even though that sounds kind of soft. If there's ever a story about LeBron, bro, <laughs> it's going to hurt. Really? Yeah, and I'm not even that big of a fan of him as a basketball, but right. as a person, yeah, he does off the court, the person he portrays himself to be to the youth, and yeah, like because when the Tiger Woods shit happened, I'm like, bro, that's just pills, have... bro. That's a person that has a problem with pills. That's no, I'm all talking he about is. all the cheating and if it, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that crazy competitive thing bro. in his head. That's it. That. As a black man, it was just painful, man. Painful. I know that uh, that was that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah, but but LeBron was like if LeBron's out here get some like infidelity stuff and all this crazy shit going on. The person that I'm just it. I'm amazed that never got any stories and is why he's elevated in my mind is Derek Jeter. Jeets was the best. Jeets was the best and got all the cheeks. But you know why Jeets never had no story? Because he always gave him a rule. gift. No, he had a non-disclosure. Yeah, he also had an NDA. Left. But you you couldn't even go to G's house without an NDA. That's right. like, From the beginning, he did that. Yeah. Whoever his manager, yeah. agent, whoever yeah. told him to do that is like, he needs to give them so much money. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he right. saved them so much money. He was the smartest. And then there were people down the line that tried to you know saying, do that. And be like, gee, like, and then they got called out, out for it. Take it. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> gotta tear your cell phones away. No, when you get in the limo with Jeets, that's it. And see, baby. once you establish it, other girls or people start to, or they already know. Well, they know the deal. Either, yeah, you either decide to deal with it or you don't. But we NDA in this, baby. That was like when we were discussing the places that you patron, even though the service isn't great. You're like, well, I don't really like this part, but it is Derek Cheater's wiener. So here I go. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, November man. can't pass that up. Basically, man, look, he's going to show you the charm of your life. You're going to go home with a gift bag. What? So that's a good weekend. Do you, I, I was curious, think going back to like the, the injuries and stuff. Have you had surgery before? No. Do you think you're going to have surgery? You had stitches? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, so no no wisdom teeth? Nothing? Oh, yeah, I had wisdom teeth. So you were put out for wisdom teeth or no? Yeah. I I wasn't put out for the first one. I was put out for the last three. I wasn't put out for either one. The second one, I only got Novocaine. No, the first one, I only got Novocaine. And he was like, it felt like he was in my mouth pulling it out with a pair of plot. It was the worst. That's why I said... You won't do the legs three. I went to the surgeon. Yeah. But I've never had no other surgery. Do you well, think at least that, not as an adult. Do you think I that there's any surgeries you're going to need by the time you're in the ground? I hope not. I hope not, but. Yeah, you're in knows. decent health, even though you, you think you're a little too overweight. You're in decent <laughs> health. Even though you're, I don't know. You said you never really know what's going on inside your body. Yeah. So. I'm at least going to have I feel decent. seven or eight more surgeries. Why you say that? Easily. Why would you even put that on yourself? Because I already know I'm going to need at least my right shoulder replaced. <laughs> I might need rotated cuff surgery at some yeah, point because I'm gonna of need the way that, I sleep. Because I, I messed up my shoulder 
a decade ago to where like I couldn't like it was really injured and I had to but take time off. The whole thing work. is for me is if it's not affecting my everyday life, I'm not just getting surgery. Well, that's the thing. It's like I like my toes dislocated, broken, something. I'm not going to the doctor. It's just going to stop hurting eventually. It'll be fine. But I know, like, from all my previous and prior stuff, like, my knees, I'm going to have to get replaced. I'm probably going to have to get at least my left hip, if not both hips, replaced. And then I wouldn't be surprised if I had one more back surgery. Just by the end of the run. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that one's probably the highest likelihood on the list, just because, you know, back injuries are reoccurring more often than most. So when I get older, if another disc slips or something, you know, I'm just kind of assuming I'm going to have at least one more. But it wasn't bad the first time, so I don't <laughs> care, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so well, we had about four for here, so. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of not doing stuff, being off, Chris Paul is off right now uh, for COVID, coronavirus-y stuff? Or is this just another whatever? I, I think he actually, like, has it, though. I don't think he was just around people with broke protocol. I think he has come on. I think he has COVID. That would be a killer. Yeah. And he said he's vaccinated. There you go. Chris Paul's going to be the one to show the world. Didn't work. <laughs> well, he, he can be the world to show it actually worked. Or, yeah, a lot that's of people true. before the vaccination said when they had it, like Tatum said he had to go full, full-time back to an asthma pump. Because his lungs were affected, you know what I'm saying, to that level. So if Chris Paul comes show out that the vaccine is like and, and good and no symptoms and he's back testing negative and lungs feel good, he can show, well, look, fool, this is a positive. Even if you get it, the effects of it, uh, you know what I'm saying, difference. So yeah. He can, be, he can be promotion. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I just, I don't think, uh, if they don't have their field general, then. They're toast. I believe he'll be back by game one based on the series. If if the Clippers can force it to go seven with no Kawhi, which is so, so suck. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, but the spread tonight is seven and a half without him. And I'll take that seven and a half. Thank you very much. You, you'll take seven and a half without Kawhi. You 100%. better take with Utah, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you were like taking... No, it's for tonight's game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were taking the Clippers oh, to cover. No, yes. No, no, no. So you think the Clippers are going to lose by seven points or less tonight? For, yes, tonight. That's a bad bet. I think you're going to be surprised. Okay. I, I, I'm not, I'm I mean, there's lie. one of us is going to be right, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about it is I actually would be pleasantly surprised because that would mean Paul George played well and I want to see him play well in That's this what moment, I'm, in this spot. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm honestly kind of betting a little bit with my heart, which I don't normally do. Yeah. Because I've always been a Clippers fan. Always. I've always been number yeah. one Lakers fan, number two I Clippers fan. they have fan. a good enough team to be in the game. I don't know. I think late they could be fouling and it stretches to maybe – I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I don't think it's going to really be. It's going to be one of those games where the scoreboard is going to end 10-12, but it was never really that close. That's how I feel. Because I don't know if Paul George is ready for this moment. Patience Paul George, yes. The Paul George I've seen, I don't know. But he can prove a lot of people wrong. Well, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that this is his time to go, listen, now that it's, today is my show. Everybody knows it. Let me show you what I can do. And go out and be Paul George. Be PG-13. Go do your thing, dude. There you go. Take those 18-footers and just in their face, just demoralize them, and then take them to the rack. Just yeah, do your you thing, bro. You athleticism to do it. You, you, you've been here before. You played this game. Go, go do it. I mean, show me. I just don't know. <laughs> well, that's the same thing going on in, in Brooklyn right now with the KD show. This is his time to shine. This is, hey, bro. We already know Katie's a bonafide superstar. See, that that is a different level. Oh, 100%. But with KD, like, everybody's saying, "Uh, KD, is he the best in in the world right now? Here's your chance. You go show everybody that you're the best in the world. Because LeBron's too old. And he's got one more time to do it. He's got to make it. He's got to make it. The game was good. It was great. You got to go win the series, buddy. Yeah, 100%. But this is his time to shine. It is. And how do you feel about ATL? I want to see Giannis' response, though. Yeah, Giannis, yeah. I I didn't get to catch much of the game, but from what I understood, uh, he couldn't really do anything down low. I mean, he he has no moves. He's never had no moves. He only has, like, two moves. Yeah, he's a regular season because the game is so wide open. He succeeds in the regular season, but then when they scheme for you and scout and for you down, yeah. and, and it's locked down, you got to have a move. Or you got to be able to hit a mid-range jump shot to at least loosen things up. He needs to if not take – going to just back off. He needs to not take another three for the rest of the playoffs. No, but I would take – I would. I don't care if I miss it. I would take foul line jump shots every time they gave it to me. I don't oh, care yeah, if yeah, I miss yeah. it, I miss it. I'm going to live with that, but that's a shot I'm willing to live with. 18-footers all day. You're going to give me the shot, I'm shooting it. I'm not forcing to the rim. I'm not charging over people to dunk. Eventually, if I hit four or five, then I'll be able to go dunk on you because you don't have to respect it. Exactly. But believe me, I'm going to shoot this shot. He won't shoot it consistently. Sad. Yeah. Last night, he had James Harden guarding him in the post, and James Harden waved the defense off. Like, <laughs> it's no way in the world that ever anyone ever expected to ever see that in real life. Like, that was a joke. Well, I'm and the fact that later to make sure, and the fact that he's injured and out of shape this season compared <laughs> to what he normally is, that really says something. Oh, that just ices on the cake, and he forced him to settle for a fadeaway jump shot that hit <laughs> like air ball uh, with the game on the line. Like you're not a superstar when stuff like that happens. You're supposed to punish him. He, you, I was supposed to be a dunk. Yeah, you dominate him. Make sure he never you does it again. Him. Make sure he never even has the thought to. Wave off a double team, you versus me. Are you stupid? Otherwise, next time it's going to be balls in the face at the rim, kid. That's what you got to let him know. I'll get it. How do you feel about ATL Philly? Tonight should be a good one, right? 2 2. Who do you think's coming out of this now that you've seen four games? I think Philly's still going to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're still going to win. Do you think Ben Simmons is ever going to be able to get out of his own head? He just can't shoot. It's not that he's in his own head. He brings things to the table that are not shooting. No, I understand that, but it seems like, I think it was game two and game four, like those things he wasn't really too sharp on. Like they were, there were lulls in his game. So it was like he was, he was dead space on the floor at certain points. Yeah, you don't think that's in his head? You just think it was... Not performing? I don't know, man. 
I mean, it's it's he he, he has a position speculation. where speculation. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know, I know. I'm talking about what like it's hard. It's it's gonna be tough for him. It's always gonna be tough for him and Embiid because with the move from point guard, see, point guard allowed him to still space the floor from the top of the key, even though he couldn't shoot because you got shooters all around, and then you got Embiid. When he's trying to play within a system and someone else is running the point, and with Embiid down low, like it's hard for him to even like find. He just doesn't points. know where like, to be. Offensive rebound, yeah. <laughs> That's why he's so good on defense. Like, bro, I'm just gonna play really good on defense, but yeah. on offense, I'm just like in the way for real. Gotcha. I can't shoot. I'm not the point guard anymore, so I'm not running the show. That's a very astute observation, sir. But that's because they've changed the offense. He played point guard all his life, though, so I'm, yeah. I know it's been a heck of an adjustment. Like he played point guard at LSU. He was a big point guard coming over from whatever country, like New Zealand or some damn way. Well, it is what it is, I guess. <laughs> so we'll, I, yeah, I mean, we'll see, dude. I just, I don't know. I just hope that the uh, the finals have non-injured players. That'd be great. <laughs> that that would be great. So, that would definitely be great. Cause these are a lot of bullshit injuries with that schedule with yeah. this off the bubble back to this. It was crazy. That's insane. Like it's not they should have shortened the season like baseball did last year. They did shorten it. They just didn't shorten it enough. Short Why well, that's what come on, Mike. Son of a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of shortening up, Nate Diaz lost at uh, UFC over the weekend, which I don't know where I'm that so puts mad. him anymore. Put him somewhere out of out of USC, but I think he probably be, might be close to done. He's, I think he's probably his best bet is to do like one tune-up fight that he knows he can or has a very good shot at winning, unless something crazy happens, and then do one final whatever it is, Connor or you know some some trilogy match or some bullshit super fight. George Saint Pierre comes back something. He gets finally paid, and then he goes away. That would be ideal. Yeah. Because I love Nate Diaz, and I hate to see him lose. I do, but he he actually enjoys that. Like He enjoys the pummeling because he thinks that if he lets you pummel him for three rounds, the last two, you're He's tired, dominate. you can come back and win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he almost pulled it off. Like, he almost pulled it off. That, like, that's that is, thing, he, he, he just rope dopes yeah, he's like, I can take an ass whooping. Can yeah. you take one after you're tired? Okay, I'm going to let you get tired whooping my ass, and yep. then I'm going to try to win. <laughs> like, I will say that's dude, the weirdest strategy ever, bro. But he wor- it worked versus Khan. <laughs> that worked versus a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's he's tougher than a coffin nail for that, but it's that's just it one is. of those things that he's he doesn't fight as often enough. And he's older now. It's just a, a fact it that is. he just, like, you can't recover from a punch as fast. It just happens. And Your reaction you don't still possess lower. that pi- power, the same power later 100%. in the fight as you once did. Like, if you still had that knockout power to knock somebody out once they were tired, but you can, like, you almost put the dude down this weekend, but you didn't have that little bit more extra power that would have finished him. And you could have pulled off a Nate Diaz type fight, but you couldn't finish him because you don't hit that hard anymore, Nate. Yeah, he's always been skinny, but, you know, it, you yeah. lose muscle mass the older you get. It's just one of those things, dude. So, yeah. I don't know. And then Stylebender Adesanya handled his business, decision-wise, but just handled his As thing. always. Yeah, so, always. works for me. Kind of get t- kind of getting tired of him. He's getting stale, getting born. I want to see him and John Jones. Let's go. Let's John Jones it, would man. still murder him. 
coming oh off God, a bender. See it. <laughs> John Jones murders everyone coming off a bender. He's the number one cokehead in UFC, buddy. <laughs> Whatever works, bro. As long as it's Whatever not in his system works. when he's in the octagon. There you go. I don't know. All right, so <laughs> listen. What are you watching uh, right now? Battle rap? A little bit. A little bit about rap. A little bit of everything. <clears throat> so when you watch when you watch stuff, except for like Snowfall or shows that you like purposely binge, do you just watch like 30 minutes of this, like one episode of that, and just kind of randomly pick stuff throughout the day and the week? Or do you like commit to a couple of things and go, okay, here are my three options. I'm watching this today. Because you always are watching sports anyway. No, I I randomly pick stuff. I watch enough shows that I can randomly pick stuff. Gotcha. I've kind of been doing that a lot lately too. Like not really sticking with one thing or another necessarily, but kind of like startup. Like I'll watch one or two episodes and then we'll watch, I'll watch something else for a couple of days and I'll go back and watch one or, you know, at night I'll throw it on when I'm going to bed or something like that. But I've kind of been doing that a lot more lately. Like there's no consistent shows that I watch except for the wall with Mickey. But we still need to submit our application, by the way. Uh, you listen to Monday. You listen to anything new? Um, Lloyd Banks dropped a CD this week. Lloyd Banks. I know he's old. Lloyd Banks, man. Yeah, pretty good too. What what style? He's a rapper. You know what man, kind of rap? Most rap man. What style? It's kind of slower. It's not like a whole bunch of like club bang- bangers or nothing like that. No, it's more. Like actual lyrical rap music, more like a Lloyd. There you go. <laughs> All right, oh, I'm gonna check it out then because that's that's more my. I don't like. I don't really like the club stuff. Yeah, that's yeah not my style, stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I'll yeah, definitely check that like out. Talking about some good, good, good music. All right, dude. Well, I'm excited to check it out. Sublime and Pink. Pink is fire, bro. Yeah. So this week the Spotify playlist is Sublime and Pink, homie. So coming in hot for the one I love. So, and by the way, what I got from Sublime, I've come to this conclusion. What I got from Sublime did the same thing for alt-rock that Baby Got Back did for hip-hop. It kind of was one of those songs that it didn't matter if you were 10 or if you're 50, everybody just got on board and was like, yeah, this is a good song. So that'll be hey, in the playlist amongst but other Pink's things. Pink's pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to Pink. She makes fire songs. She's been making fire songs for a long time. Yeah. Like, even from her first album, she doesn't have a bad album, which is rare. Yeah. You know? And she's incredibly athletic. Like, <laughs> at her concerts, she does like that, oh, God, what is it called? Like, Cirque du Soleil stuff. Like, sings upside down, hanging on fabric. Like crazy, crazy in shape. Yeah, they, that's that's too much playing with your life. I'm good. I'm good. Whatever. I'm sure she's got a harness at the waist and makes it look cool. It's trying to give it a little flair, Mike. And she's married to Carrie Hart, who's a badass. That's or she cool. probably does just do real stunts because she. I think like no. That. I think she legit does it. Like she's just one of those badass people that's like, I'll do my own stunts, bitch. You know, I like that about her. She's a badass. Oh, anyway, so let's drop some knowledge, Mike. I just want to let you know. If a place smells sticky, get the hell out of there. Something bad just happened. (laughs) And my knowledge drop for the week is 
If they wouldn't do it for you, don't do it for them. Oh, it's been a wonderful week, man. It has been a wonderful week. So let's have another great wonderful week. Follow us on Instagram at Black Irish Pod at Black Irish Two One Three and at Brendalis Seven. Uh, we're just gonna be here every week having some fun. I'll make sure to post that uh, skydiving video. So maybe I'll post a poll. Scared? Not scared. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna say scared. Yeah, no. everybody can suck a butt. Well, on that note, love y'all. Have a great week.